I understand there's a lot of speakers are going to be talking about a lot of different things, but I'm I'm going to just sort of try to give my angle. Um, uh, and I was thinking about this concept of being an influencer and um, who has influenced me in my life and and what that has led to. And so I if I if I think about it really, the idea of an influencer for me is someone who I see as a dugmachaya, someone who's a real living example, um, someone who, you know, it's very easy to learn learn about something, but it's a whole different level to actually live it and to experience it and to be really present with it. And and I, if I look through my life, you know, there's really obviously there's you know there's different influences as you go through life. Obviously, as growing up, you know your parents, your family, um, your community, your friends, that's the major influence on your life. But, you know, especially when you're talking about, let's say, a spiritual influencer, someone who's going to affect you in terms of helping you in your growth in Torah mitzvahs. You know, there's a few people in my life who had a, a major effect on me, and I all consider them, you know, real dugmachayas. And so I thought I'd speak about them for a couple of minutes and how, how they affected me. Um, I'd say the first... Uh, the first person in terms of really was who was my mashpia and had a real spiritual influence on me was Rabaral Silbransky Oliver Sholem. I'm sure most of you knew him, um, and I had just to learn with him for for 25 years um, from from not from 1994 when I was in university um, till he passed away. And if I can tell a little story, uh, I wasn't really into in my 20s. I wasn't so into learning at all, actually, unfortunately. Um, I was in university. I was in university studying, and every Friday night he would see me in shul, and he'd come up to me and say, "Josh, you're going to learn with it, learn this week with me," and I'd say yes, and I wouldn't go. And then, and then one time he, I decided I don't know what happened. He, he would ask me every week, and I would say I'm going, and I wouldn't go. And then one time I decided to go, and he said to me, "We're learning a mamer," and I said to him, "Okay." I mean, I went to Yeshiva College in Melbourne my entire life, but I don't recall learning my army or if we did I didn't really you know didn't concentrate too much on them and so we started learning a name of the Rebbe we would always learn the Muga Maimorim and I thought wow this is this is amazing this is um, this is unbelievable and from that time I would learn pretty much I mean obviously you know there were breaks and traveling etc but I learned with him once or twice a week for 25 years and it wasn't just the learning with him it was everything he did like he he really really believed and he really he really it really affected him and you know i can tell you that when i would go around the side of his house and i would look into his window just before as i was going to the house as i was outside and he what what would he be doing he'd be learning like he didn't waste a minute or sometimes i would i would go in there and it would be early morning and he'd open the door his reverend would open the door and he'd be eating breakfast, but what's he doing during breakfast? He's not reading the newspaper. He's, he's listening to a sikh of the river or a Fabrengan. And it had a big effect on me. Um, and, um, you know, so that in terms of influence, I think, you know, I understand in today's world, there's social media and there's a lot of people who are these influencers and, and I, you know, that obviously they do have a big impact, but I think really, it's the people who really live it and they're passionate about it. And, and, and people see MS, people see truth and people really 
you know, you can recognize pretty quickly those people who are genuine. Now, let me just say, I mean, I think, you know, also there are aspects of different people that also have an effect on you. In other words, no one's perfect and everyone has their things. But if you look at people as, as you know, learning from learning the Rebbe's story, you see the Rebbe had an amazing way to look at things positively and look at, he talks about light in my mind, the idea of and, and all Eden are filled with uh, mitzvahs like a, a pomegranate. And this is all this concept of, of looking at, so you, you, you look at someone and they do a positive thing or positive act or do something positive and you, I think you just take it for what it is on face value and not overanalyze it or look at the, everything else they've done. And there's so many people who come into your life that do things, you know, I'm just thinking out loud that I, I see, you know, there, there's some amazingly generous people that I've seen in Melbourne who who have given Sadaka, like really, I never, you could use the word Adelayada, but they give it in a very open and generous and kind way. I'm thinking of people like Ronnie Tataka, Oliver Sholem, and other people like that. And that also has an influence on you. All those people who, who have real Ava and they just, are genuinely nice people and 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 they are just loving and really care and like we have a rabbi in Melbourne, Moshe Khan, who runs the shul which I daven at Dominion and he's like all Ava and he just so he really cares about people and so I think you you take different aspects aspects from different people and they can really be an influence on your life. Um, another person I should say who had a, a major influence on me especially over the last few years. And this is something, I know it's a bit of a segue to what I'm gonna talk about, um, about this concept of being an influencer, is Rabbi Johnson, Rabbi Yoni Johnson, who's a Rosh Kirlil in Melbourne. And if I could tell another story about what happened with, with myself is about seven or eight years ago, I have discussed this story uh, before, but I'm, I'm gonna put it out there anyway. Some, some of you might've heard it. Um, about seven or eight years ago, I attended the Kinnus Ashluchim. And I was actually in the Rebbe's room learning with, uh, uh, davening in the Rebbe's room on, on Shabbos morning. I was actually standing next to Rebaro, um, Oliver Sholem. And we ended up between um, Musaf and Mincha learning the, the, the sikha that the Rebbe said to the Shluchim about learning the Kutay Torah and Torah. And at that time, I didn't really even know what it was. I mean, I knew what it was, but I didn't really understand its importance. And I wasn't so, I mean, I would learn with Rebaro once a week, but or twice a week, but I wasn't really immersed in in Hasidus. and so i came i came back to melbourne and i met rabbi johnson and i said to him could you find someone in the call who i can learn with uh, the Hasidic parsha um every day and he said well i'm happy to learn with you and that has started for me being an amazing journey for about two to two and a half years we we learned uh because they turn to every day and we i would say we finished almost all the memorium there maybe except for the ones on Shira Shirim. And then um, over the last, and then a few other people um, in Melbourne, uh, we've got a four or five guys, uh, Yechil Belfa, someone called Lawrence Hoffman and uh, Schneer Lang, uh, Aaron Ellis, a few other people join us. And about the last five years, um, we've been going through the Rebbe's Maimorim. We started from the beginning, from Tov Shinder Aleph, and Baruch Hashem, over the last five years, you know, we, we jump around a bit and like, uh, from year to year, but we finished all the Maimarim of the Yuds, pretty much all the Maimarim of the Mems, and most of the Maimarim of the early Chofs. And I think of the 1,560-odd Maimarim of the Rebbe, we've learned over 1,000, maybe close to 1,100. Um, 
and my dream is one day to finish it. And we're also learning Samach Vav. And that has had a really a major impact on my life on a number of levels. Um, and I really should say a big yashikoyach to publicly to Rabbi Johnson uh, because it's been amazing. And it's really showed me that the Rebbe, um, I should say, obviously, it goes without saying the biggest influence of spiritual influence, I assume for all of us, is the Rebbe. Um, and, you know, in terms of a guide uh, and uh, a mentor, a, a Nossi, uh, a leader, et cetera, et cetera. I mean, obviously, that, that, that goes without saying. Um, and, but in terms of what I've, what I've seen with Hasidus is that Hasidus is a gift. It's a gift that the Rebbe has given us, obviously, all the Rebbeim have given us. And it's a lot of people learn a maimer and they think it's, you know, it's a bit esoteric. It's, you know, talking about spherus and Olamus. But there are so many maimarim that, yes, and that's true. Some of them, you know, there's some of the, the, the maimarim, especially in the Yudz and early Chofs, which I, I find quite difficult. And, you know, talking about Yechudi Yilon, Yechudi Tata, and Das Elian, Das Tocha, and it gets, you know, it's really comes quite challenging. But a lot of maimarim out there, which are very practical, and very relevant and, and help you. And I'm talking about things which are people looking for guidance in things like Simcha, how to be happy. You know, there's a, 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 a maimer that the Rebbe said in I'm traveling now, so I don't have my notes. Of, I take notes in the maimarim. I don't have them. I'm, I'm not at home in Australia, but I'm in a hotel room. But, um, you know, Margul and the Pumandarov is about how to have simcha and, and how to have what's a perspective of simcha, of thinking positive. And the famous Maimur, which is a Mugu Maimur, how, how do you deal with thought, speech, and action? And and uh, and there's other Maimur, you know, even from the early years, Nosatole Recha from Tovshin Yud Aleph, I think it is, or Yud Base, which is expanded in, in Tovshin Lamedvav, which talks about this idea of how to deal with challenges. And, and so there's lots of maimarim and, and of course, many, many misichas where the Rebbe has given us this amazing ability to, amazing perspective of how to look at things and how to see things from the real perspective. And what that does is it changes, at least what's happened to me, I think, to over, over a longer period of time, it changes how you look at things. And it changes you as a person. And instead of start you know, obviously, I'm in the world of business. So it's a very materialistic focus a lot of people have in business. But when you start learning the Rebbe's Torah, or the Rebbe's Torah, you start looking at things more from a spiritual perspective, and your priorities change a bit, and you, and you, you try to start focusing on, you know, obviously learning, davening, tzedakah, obviously, so what, what, whatever it is, it, it really helps you. And it's had a major impact on my life. And so what happened with that is um, um, we, I started doing together with Rabbi Johnson and someone else in Melbourne called Shlomo Baba, who's also, uh, he, he runs sort of the shul and, and a lot of the community, a lot of, part, a lot of the organizations, which is part of the Chabad community and in Melbourne. And we started doing these learning evenings. Um, and it's really a credit to both of them because they're the ones who have been the real instigator of this. And so we started it before Pesach a few years ago. Um, um, and 
and we started doing every not every Yom Kippur, but like we did one like Boimer, and then we did Chov, and we did base Tamuz, and different. We would do, have a learning evening, and it started to really take off, and we were getting 150 people, sometimes even more. And then I I, I partnered up with them and uh, Schneer Lang from Melbourne, and we did before um, Gimel Tamuz 25 years. Um, we we um, we did this program where we got different uh, cities around the world to learn, take a year or two of the Rebbe's Memorium, and Baruch Hashem, we finished all the Rebbe's Memorium worldwide. We had about 25 cities participate, you know, Melbourne and Sydney, uh, South Africa, in Israel, in throughout America, Canada, Argentina, in Asia, we had the Shluchim and some different Shluchim, campus Shluchim, etc. And it was a big success. And then I also worked with Orvachom when they did all the Rebbe, learned all the Rebbe's Torah uh, before and and we're still doing the learning programs in Melbourne. As a matter of fact, um, before Yud Aleph Nissen, as a hachana for 120 years, we had three learning evenings. We did one night the Rebbe's Maimorim, one night learning the Rebbe's Sichus, and one night learning the Rebbe's Igris. And and Baruch Hashem, we um, we had over 100 people over there. And there's 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 a chayas, there's an excitement and a passion in learning. And so, I think you know, I think. The key, a few key messages. One key message is you have to get passionate. And my passion, I my passion is really showing people how amazing the Rebbe's Torah is. And I think this is really connected to the idea of Tutalts and holiday of Mashiach. I know, you know, Chofchest Nissen is is a was a big wake up call for everyone. And and uh, I think Shlomi is really. Uh, the guys at Merkos 302 and the Shekhovs are really taken to the next level of the last couple of years. And, and and now is the time. And, you know, there's an opportunity here to to show not just the Anash and the Chabad world and not even people just who just go to, to Chabad houses, which is obviously a large number of people. That's one part. But really to even broaden and to show show the wider Jewish world and even the wider world how amazing the Rebbe's Torah is and how it's really a, a, a practical and relevant and a real guide for people. And, you know, people just need to know. I'll tell you an interesting story happened to me. Um, as I said, I've been traveling and I did a Pesach program in the Catskills. Um, it's called FFH, um, a big program, like 800 people. It's odd. And they, they had a big minion. And so, Pesach, I sit down my spot and I'm sitting next to a guy, I say good Shabbos, uh, sorry, say good Yontif, it's a Friday. And um, I notice he's a modern Orthodox guy, he's wearing a kippah guy, he's got a little beard. And I notice that he's learning a sicha of the river from Kedoshim. And I see that he's really pondering it and he's on the same page and he's like really into it. And I, so I start talking to him and I say, you know, before davening, <laughs> and I say to him, what's your name? His name I think was, uh, Alan, Alan, Alan Wiener, and he's from, I think he was from Pennsylvania. I can't remember the city in Pennsylvania. Where you're from? We start talking, and I said, I see you're learning a sikh of the river. He goes, This stuff is amazing. When I get home, you know, I'm going to buy the Holocaust sikhs. Um, and I was like, Wow. And he, and, he, and he starts telling me that last year, every week, he he 
must, he, I assume he goes online and he learns a sikh of the river. Um, not just, sometimes there's other things as well, but generally it's a sikh of the river. And then what he does is he, 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 uh, he pulls out this book and every week he makes a five-page summary of a sikha or what he's learned, but generally it's a sikha, and he sends it to his children and his grandchildren, and then he calls them up and he discusses it with them. And I was really misspoiled by this story because he's a guy, he's not Chabad, I mean, he's from, he's retired, he, and he's he's cocking in the Reb Sikhas and he's telling his grandchildren about it and his children and he's writing books about it. And, you know, Baruch Hashem, because I've been learning my Marim and Sikhas, for the last seven odd years, mainly my marim, um, I have to learn more sikhs. But um, you know, I've been able to pick up, and I can pretty much learn a marim by myself. But I've noticed a lot of people. You know, there aren't that many my marim of the Rebbe translated. There's, you know, obviously there's the Heritage series by Kos, which is amazing, and there's uh, Simcha Kanta has a website called Simply Chasidus, and there are other other places where there are some my marim translated. But the vast majority of, of of Maimarim and of Sikhus also are not translated. And I know Klaus have put out an amazing book of the parishes and there is Sikhus in English, but you know, there's a, there's a long way to go. And just, just like when you start learning, you realize how much you don't know. And you realize that there's a whole world out there of things that, and every time you learn a Maimar, you pick up something new or a new concept or idea, which you didn't know, or usually many concepts. And, and you, when you start learning, you realize how much you don't know. Similarly, there's, there's a whole world of, of, the Rebbe's and all the Rebbe's Torah and you know th that this needs to be translated it needs to be out there and needs to be spread to the world um and another thing which I'd just like to add is talking about this you know we're talking about um Nissen and and this being sort of like the appropriate time to really spread this globally I thought about this idea a lot um you know Chabad the system that the Rebbe set up was obviously amazing and genius. And they have thousands of Chabad houses around the world. Um, and uh, you have an amazing infrastructure. Um, and, you know, the, the, the reach of Chabad, I think, in terms of Yiddishkeit, would, must be the biggest in the world. And there's a real opportunity now because, you know, all the, all the, each Chabad house you know, is obviously part of Chabad, but at the same time, it's sort of decentralized. Everyone run, runs their own sort of show and everyone's busy doing their own pu'ulis. And I must say that, you know, when, when I, I've had this chus to travel quite a bit pre-COVID, Australia, we were quite locked down for the last 18 months, but, uh, or to two years, but before that, I, and I, I, you're talking about influences. Well, you see some of these Chabad houses and these shluchim, and I'm talking about places, I mean, all I guess all shluchim, but, places where I've been, like places in Asia, like throughout Thailand, Yosukhayim, Kanta, and places in Africa, and in, like when I traveled through Ukraine, Baruch Hashem, I was supposed to go twice through Ukraine, and you see the Shluchim there, where, you know, the Gashmis, you know, they don't have that much, and yet they're, they're passionate, and, and, and that also had a major influence on me, and seeing these Shluchim and what they do and how they, they and their de dedication to the Rebbe's mission and vision. But anyway, getting, getting back to this idea, Chabad is a bit decentralized, but at the same time, we have the infrastructure and we have now, we have the, the Mashiach office and now is a time where we could unite. I mean, the, the Rebbe talks 
unity, achtos, and you know, obviously that's a key ingredient to to Mashiach. And if we could unite together, and um, we could learn the Rebbe's Torah together, and do other pullers together, um, Sadaka, obviously avoida davening, what, whatever it is, goodness and kindness. I know the Rebbe said that to the the the, the reporter. Now's the time that we can really, you know, get together and have achtos and 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 unite and and I think you know having the Mashiach office there, th this is the time and and this is the moment, and 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 I think that we really can make a difference. So we are we are making a difference, obviously, but you know it, it, we you know we need to come up with some really concrete and firm ideas, goodness and kindness campaigns and learning campaigns. And, and and I think obviously the Rebbe talk, talked about you know following the famous Sikh of Chokhas Nissan. The Rebbe talked about you know learning in Yonigul Mashiach. Um, well, you learn the Maimarim of the Rebbe. Says that Mashiach is going to teach Pnimis Atoira, and, and I believe that the Rebbe said in subsequent Sikhs to Chokhas Nissan that you know part of learning Yonigul Mashiach is learning Pnimis Atoira, and so I think you know obviously that's my passion, and if I'm sort of pushing my own boat so to speak, it would be. Now is a great opportunity if we if we could unite and, and really get together, um, and 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 do something really special. Um, so thank you again for this amazing opportunity, um, and for this big schus, and um, let's 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 really try and make a difference. Let's bring Mashiach. Thank you very much.